What's up? Alright guys, the uh, world has been a little heavy the last couple weeks, wouldn't you say? So I thought, let's lighten things up a little bit here on the CW Pod. I recently invited my old buddy Tom Hyde. I met him on Twitter, and we always just talk about professional wrestling together. I know, it's a niche subject. I understand this. Some of you may not be into it, but I hopefully we will attract some new listeners here to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review. Get March Madness over with, and we'll be populating this feed a lot more coming up in the next couple of months. Of course, we are always presented by our friends at Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation. If you're looking for a job, hit them up. Mechdyne.com and check out their job listings. They're located in Marshalltown, a phenomenal company. And I always tell people, the second I get done with all this stuff that I do, my guy Chris Clover and Mechdyne is the first company I'm going to call. That's a place I want to work. And you should too. Again, like I've always been a professional wrestling fan. I haven't been as of late. And then, well, I guess when I say as of late, like the last five years. And it's really picked up for me with this AEW thing going on. Tommy and I are going to talk our way through it. Everything happening. Just big picture in the world of professional wrestling. Changing things up today. We're going to get a little less serious than we usually are here on the podcast. With that, I'll bring in my boy, Tom Hyde. He's a bigger wrestling fan than me. Coming up now on the CW Pod. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Yes. One of my, uh, bringing on one of my Twitter nemesis, nemesi. I don't know what it, I don't know what you call it, but he's a nemesis, but I love him. And he can, I got two words for my guest. Suck it. Man, we're, this is just the, the podcast of great theme music here. Tom Hyde, what's up, brother? How are you? How, how do you like that for entrance? That's pretty good. Although I, I gotta say, I believe it's actually Nemesis. Is that? I don't even know. At least that's that's what I think. I'm the journalist here. Yeah. Pfft. Nobody nobody takes me seriously as a journalist. Let's be honest. Yeah. That that Certainly. that ship sailed about ten years ago. <laughs> um, okay, so for real, the, I kind of told everybody this in the intro, but we met on we basically met on Twitter. I mean, we've yeah. Been together at Iowa State events and stuff like that, but sure, game watches, yeah. uh, you name it. Run, I mean, just kind of run into each other a lot. We have a lot of you know, kind of mutual people, you know, circles there. So, and then when I found out like you love pro wrestling as much as I do, I'm like, oh man, I really like you before, and I like you even more. I'm, I, I agree. Like every time, like for instance, Tom and I were at a game watch together last week, and okay. Iowa State was playing in a, I don't know, like the games turned into a dog, but for a while it was interesting and we were just talking about pro wrestling the whole time. So that, yeah. 
tends to yeah. be how this goes. Oh yeah. So, yeah. or, you know, like we, we, we'd be at like some other people I know that, that are into, you know, wrestling. It's like, we'd be at, you know, tailgating at football <laughs> games and like, for yeah. like a solid hour. We're not even talking about football. We're talking about pro wrestling. Cause well, so I'm like really into pro. I, I, I want to talk about this because I think you and I kind of come from different spots right now. And mm-hmm. I want to do the pro wrestling thing with you. And you're the perfect guy to bring on here. First of all, you asked me and I'm, I was so jealous watching the Royal Rumble, knowing that you were there. You, I appreciated you asking me to go. I just with the two kids right now and like Got six it. jobs. It's, it's just impossible. How was that experience? Uh, it overall really, really awesome. You know, and that was actually, you know, I've been, God, I've been following the stuff for over 20 years, you know, since basically like stone cold, Steve Austin, that's what got me into it. That was kind of yep. my, my gateway drug. Um, but you know, like just never man, I've been to plenty of like raw smackdowns, NXTs, you know, name yeah. it, that kind yeah. of stuff, but never actually like a pay-per-view. So especially the rumble. So when it was in St. Louis and you know, it's five and a half hour drive, like could not go that kind of thing. So, um, we, it was a group of us went down. Um, we got a hotel right by the, uh, the, the, the stadium where they had downtown in St. Louis. So and, jealous. And you know, like a ton of people there. I mean, they, they had, I think 40, 50,000 people there maybe. Yeah. Was it just people walking around in wrestling t-shirts and stuff? Oh God. Yeah. It's like, and there's like, just, it's like <laughs> Mecca and everyone's got their, you know, replica championship belt that they're oh, there's yeah. people like cosplaying stuff and like some really good, you know, really good cosplay. Um, some, not so much, but that's my crowd. Uh, man. I no, love it was, it was a lot of that. fun. And you know, it's funny. We're sitting there like, you know, like kicks off with, you know, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. That was a great match. And then gets in the women's, you know, rumble. That was fun. Um, and then, like, kind of in between the two rumbles was kind of like, eh. And then, so, by the time we got to the men's, like, we were, we were pretty stoked again. But it's interesting, the reaction uh, online, uh, social media, like, after all of that versus, like, when we were there. Because there, we were having a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. then we find out, like, afterwards that a lot of people, like, thought it was a bad rumble. Or that it, you know, wasn't good or they weren't happy with the outcomes and stuff. But being there in person was a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. I, I only have an overall great experience. Um, had fun talking to people there, you know, meeting, you know, people from all over the kind of the country and uh, I do it again in heartbeat. So for me, I want to give a little background. Like my pro wrestling passion was dying mm-hmm. and I, for multiple reasons, one had nothing to do with the product. Like I'm just so busy with the kids sure. and just everything. Like one of the complaints and I want to get into this later that I've always had about WWE is I only have so much time. I can't right. watch all your shows. Like, it's sure. just, you know, when it got to be like, okay, like I used to like it when SmackDown was just a show like that was just there, but nothing actually happened. So you didn't, when, when they do a true brand split and it's like, oh, I have mm-hmm. to pay attention to both of these to understand the storylines. Like that's, that's difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to watch like NXT because it just, it's too much. Like I don't, I don't have the bandwidth to, to do right. it all. There's a finite amount of hours in the week. Yes. Yeah. And I was, I was pretty much done, man. Like I, you know what, what killed it for me was when COVID hit and I couldn't get into the rings with the arenas with no people. Thunderdome and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I couldn't do it and it wasn't their fault. Right. Like it no, wasn't it like, was... uh, the, cause I actually think they had some decent storylines there when mm-hmm. Roman Reigns turned heel. Absolutely. Right. Like it actually wasn't, yeah. I think they did as good of a job as, as they could. Absolutely. AW caught my interest. Jericho goes there. Uh, who doesn't, I think all big wrestling fans love Jericho. I don't Absolutely. know anybody who, who doesn't 
that caught my interest. I start watching it a little bit, a little too indie for me. Like I never followed the indies. So it was like mm. I, all these guys who the diehard and I, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm not a diehard. I'm not watching YouTube clips, right? Like <laughs> I mean, I'm not watching ring of honor on Sunday yeah. nights. It, yeah, I, I just feel midnight. Yeah. 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 So I like a lot of these like legends who are in AEW. I didn't know. Like, so it just didn't fire me up. It was when Punk showed up that mm-hmm. I started to really pay a lot of attention to AEW. Punk is a guy to me who, like it, you know, the pipe bomb, like that that era of Punk was, in my mind, second only to the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. Like as far as my favorite like time to be a wrestling fan because there was the believability of punk. He looks like us, you know? Um, and then like, there was like, Oh my God, you, you're like, you know, it's fake, but you're, is there a reality to what he's saying? Like, right. Like mm-hmm. there was always the question mark, like when him and when he comes back with Cena with the title, right? Like there was an element of like reality to it. And mm-hmm. And I fell in love with Punk. Punk would probably, in my mind, be he he's probably my favorite wrestler of all time, which is okay. a, which is a big statement. But I I just really enjoyed that. You so, know, and that's interesting because I think you know all the, in my opinion, all the really best wrestling storylines have had a hint of truth or realism to them. Where, yeah. you know, a perfect example would be the whole uh, Matt Hardy Edge Lita yeah. thing. Oh, you know, God, yeah. I mean that was. That was like, is this, what's going on here? Like, is this real? Is it, is it kind of a work? What is it? You know, that kind of thing is, it, you know, is there a story like, you know, and, um, or I think, you know, a couple of years ago when, when even the Miz went off on Daniel Bryan on talking smack, like, yeah, yeah. like, is that do real? Into, do we veer into something? And same with the, you know, the pipe bomb. It's, it's, it's like, I can't believe he's saying these things. And to this day, I mean, it's, we're, we're 10 years past that and we're still talking about it yeah. and how prescient it was because a lot of the things, his critique and criticism criticisms in it are still valid to this day. So, I mean, I, and we found out after the fact, everything he said in there, he meant, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I start, so I think you're right. Like him, him coming, well, first of all, just coming back to wrestling period when he seems so done and then coming back to AEW immediately gives it that cachet, gives it credibility. It's like, okay, for like the casual such yourself, now we're paying attention. And then you start tacking onto that, like Daniel Bryan, some of these other people they're picking up, like, okay, this isn't just like a little indie vanity side project for like the young bucks and, and, you know, um, and, and some of these other guys and Cody Rhodes and well, formerly Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's like, this is, this is something that has to be paid attention to. This is, this is legitimate now. Yeah. And I, I've always loved, I love underdogs and I'm a, you know, what I do in my day job, like we're an independent media publication in a world full of conglomerates. So like, to mm-hmm. me, like there's an element of like, Oh my God, I want to root for these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to slay the publicly traded company that, in my mind, it had gotten very stale, uh, that being WWE. And I guess where I wanted to go, so I, I ended up watching on Sunday night, I watched from front to back the the latest AEW pay-per-view, and I've been watching. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the Friday night show, just full Friday. disclosure. Yeah, I just watch the Wednesday night show, and I fast-forward, and I stop on 
things that I think are interesting. That's how I yeah. watch WWE these days too. The same, yeah, it honestly, I'm the same way, especially Monday Night Raw. I mean, it's in three hours, it's a slog. Now SmackDown, I I can get through. Yeah, SmackDown, like you know, I have it on. Like I'm, you know, I'm home because I mean, honestly, you and I are both not spring chickens anymore. So the idea of actually going out and hanging out with actual physical people on a Friday night after a long week of work is like the last thing I want to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't want to so, do that. Yeah, people. so I'd much rather be at home. I'll fire. I'll put SmackDown on, making dinner, getting ready, that kind of, or get you know, clean the house, that kind, of, that kind of stuff. Um, so SmackDown, I feel is, is pretty easy to get through. You know, two hours. Same with like Dynamite and some of stuff. Two hours is is a good number, but but three hours, man, it's just like, and half of it's gonna be like recaps from the thing that happened the yeah. first hour of the show. That kind going of to a live Raw at three hours is an awful. Yeah, and I mean, because it's just you're just watching those promos, you're watching yeah. those commercials. Yeah. I, I took oh. my daughter to that like the last time it was the that Raw was in Des Moines and, and that was a mistake because was, she, she just wanted to see Cena because she yeah. loves Cena. Yeah. Was he even there? He was and he was okay. in the main event and that was the la- first time we saw him. So we had to stay okay. until like because I was just planning on seeing Cena and getting the hell out of there. She was like yeah. four. And <laughs> if you want to, if you want to talk slog, uh, the raw, I think it might've been right. It was like the last raw, like 2019 ish when they pre-taped the raw oh, for Christmas. Yeah. So you actually were there for two raws. Oh yeah. And yeah. it was like five, five and a half hours. Like I love wrestling, but even that's pushing. That's I can't, pushing it, man. I can't do it. So I, I yeah. guess where I yeah. wanted to go is I'm yeah. really enjoying AEW. Mm-hmm. I'm not that invested in WWE, but I wanted to talk about like what we see the future. Cause I, I can see a couple of things happening here. Like AEW to me, um, it reminds me of like a mixture of like East, the old ECW, like before mm-hmm. WWE bought it and ECW. an early or late nineties WCW. Cause remember mm-hmm. like the, the thing there was like, Oh, this is for the young adults. Right. And this is until Turner Broadcasting got involved and made him like tone everything down. And then McMahon goes crazy and Raw turns into the debauchery all over the place. And then all those guys who were like 17 are like, oh, I'm going to watch this one now. Uh This one, like the amount of blood on a AEW show. Mm hmm. Holy crap. Like, it's like I'm watching like the old hardcore matches from like the early 2000s. Yeah. And I, I, I'm trying to just figure out like what they're, what they're trying to be. Cause I was like, man, I can't believe they're doing all this blood, but they're dropping. They're, they're like, they're cussing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like where is their, where is their limit going to be? Cause right now right. I'm, I'm really enjoying it, but I also like, can they keep doing this on cable? Right. <laughs> right? Well, def- like where, yeah. where are they're we going here? Like they're definitely presenting an, an edgier product. And I think that's probably a smart move on their part. They're counter programming against what WWE is was kind of, you know, the whole PG 13, um, where, you know, WWE, you know, since, you know, they're, you know, you, if you go back on like the Peacock network where they have, you know, all the old yeah. WWE or WWF even pay-per-views and you watch like the sponsors that were like back in like the nineties and two oh. thousands, like, like they're like, you know, like phone calling card program, you know, promotions and things like that. Now they're getting like KFC Snickers, like big yeah. corporate sponsors. So, they have this, you know, responsibility to their, to their sponsorships, all this money. And of course their shareholders, they can't, they can't be doing like this 
crazy all the blood and the swearing and the, just a really edgy out there you know attitude or product anymore so when you're trying to be like obviously compete against that and build a new promotion it's like how can we stand out how can we be different so it's okay hey we're going to cater, cater a little bit more to maybe some of these laps fans such as yourself people that have like tuned out or because like you know it's like I don't care about Cena. I don't need all the t-shirts. I don't need, I want something that's a little bit more mature, a little more adult oriented product. And I think that's kind of what they're offering. Now I will say, you know, back in the day when I was, you know, young watching, you know, as like the blood and all the violence and the hardcore stuff, hell yeah, man, give me that stuff. And then you go for like 10 years of watching this, you know, a little more sandwich. It's shocking, product. isn't it? It's shocking. <laughs> and I and it's it's almost like uh, I don't know if I really care Dude, for this anymore. You now, I will seen say the... I think there's kind of a happy medium. I do like to see some blood. And like Brock Lesnar, when you know, he's a great bleeder. You know, when he's like you can there's Dude. a I think there's a happy medium between the two. The punk MJF match yes. on oh Sunday God. night. Did you hear about yeah. this? Uh-huh. They they actually brought out the old thumbtacks and were doing like bu- power bombs into the thumbtacks like it was yeah. it yeah. was straight ECW nineteen ninety six yeah it would be on yeah. like Friday nights in that like basement and Paul Heyman would run out you yeah. know what I'm talking about I, like it was like I I was shocked I was yeah. shocked by it. I'm like oh the thumbtacks are there and I was I actually said like Punk's the only one who will do it because there's no way a new guy like MJF will actually go through with it and he did like he. They both had like their backs and butts were full of thumbtacks. I don't, like, you know, I don't know. I, crazy. I, I, I will say, I think to credit. Okay. I got to say just real quick. And definitely, I am definitely an MJF fan. Oh, he's phenomenal. He's, he's phenomenal. phenomenal. He, I have been since, since episode, the first episode, because I don't, I'm not familiar with any work he did prior to AEW. I'll just admit that straight up. But from like the first night that I tuned into AEW and watching him, I'm like, I'm immediately a fan. This is like the Miz, but like a better version of the Miz. Like who really doesn't give a, you know what about yeah. what anybody thinks like he's just gonna be, I'm going to be an absolute bastard. And, <laughs> and like, he, he's great on the mic. And I think, and, and, and this is in this, you know, if we talk about, you know, the industry stuff, I think the best asset, at least for me watching as a fan that you can have as a wrestler isn't so much technical wrestling ability. It's can I tell a story, no but can I speak on the mic? Can I get people to buy in? Because the people that are getting like released left and right of WWE or some of these people, or you just watch, just watch Ronda Rousey open her mouth. It's awful. I can't handle it. It's brutal. It is brutal. So when you have MJF and CM Punk two at the very top of the, in fact, I think you have the probably the three best talkers in pro wrestling right now between Jericho and MJF and Punk, all in one company. Yeah, no, I, I I would completely agree with that. I can't think of anybody WWE has right now who who would compete. Um, so not on that level. Another aspect of AEW that's just reminds me of the '90s so much is you never know who's going to show up on a given night. Mm-hmm. Like you, ju- you just don't know. Yeah, and and well, here's what. But here's what I'm wondering. So AEW is now like. The problem WWE has had for so long is they haven't been able to create stars. So they'll have all these guys come up through their pipeline and they're like, oh, this is the next big thing, but the crowd doesn't react to them, right? Like watching like Keith Lee on the w- on AEW, the other, he was supposed to be that. Like there's so many guys over there who the WWE couldn't turn into it. My yeah. One of my thoughts is like AEW is now creating these stars, like in their legitimate stars. So a guy like MJF, when he becomes a free agent, are we going to start to have like the reversal and be like, Oh my God. Like, and we're seeing it right now with Cody Rhodes, like his, his profile is bigger than ever. And and I'm actually paying more attention to raw now 
because it like will Cody Rhodes show up, right? Yeah. And I, there's got to be some because McMahon's not just going to sit back and let this thing get completely. No, apart. I think I think they're definitely keep. They, they want to probably admit to it, but they're they're definitely keeping an eye on it. And I think they probably have their thumb on it. Like we'll let it go to a certain point, but then you know because they're they're kind of competition. I mean, they're competition, yes, but they're not they're not on the level of WWE certainly yet. I mean, they're not really. It's not Monday. We're not talking Monday Night Wars right now. But here's here's the thing that I would say. I would actually take a little bit of of uh, if they would I, go on a Monday, they would. I I think they'd beat Raw in like a month. I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. I don't think so. And 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 I and so I have to say, like, while I enjoy I enjoy both, and I I kind of push back on this like false like dichotomy of like you can only like one or the other. You know, like growing yeah, up a kid, no, I agree. Growing up a kid, like playing video games, like you're either a Nintendo guy, you're a Sega guy. I'm like, fuck you, I like both. You know, like <laughs> sorry, part of my language. You're good. Or PlayStation and Xbox. You know, it's like. Um, you know, or, or, you know, it's like anything, Coke, Pepsi, you know, whatever it is, you know, Ford or Chevy, like you can, I can like both of these things. I can enjoy yeah. both these things, but that's at that point, like I'm going to be critical of both. There's things that I like that AEW is doing. There's things that I like that they aren't, you know, that they're doing that. I don't, I don't care for. One of the things that I would maybe disagree with you on there is that I was really excited initially on for them to build new stars. Lately, it feels very much like I would agree with you. we're just pulling in all of totally WWE's cast-offs. And they've been signing as people like Keith Lee and, and, and Alistair Black and, yep. you know, like the Revival. I love big big Revival fan. Um, but, you know, they got some guys initially, but it just seems like anyone who leaves, you know, WWE is just jumping over there now. And it's like, I mean, look at like, you look at like Adam Cole and now they got what, Red Dragon or the Undisputed Era basically. And they're like, they're not even like doing different stuff with them. It's like, oh, let's just put them back together kind of. Like, we'll just take what was working over here and just kind of do the same thing here. And, like some of that stuff didn't work for a reason. And I would agree with you that their, their star making ability in WWE has been maybe not great. I think that's almost by design. They've admitted that the days of having like a rock or stone cold or even a John Cena, like this larger than life, bigger than the company that can go off and do other things. I think they're kind of like, we're done with that. Mm. Um, you know, and I, I would say that, you know, like in NXT, they did a great job making stars. A lot of them already came in though pre-packed or pre-made as stars. You bring in Samoa Joe, dude. Samoa Joe's has a long and very successful career, especially in TNA. You know, so, you know, so some of these guys um, were already stars to begin with, so they didn't have to build much. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, all these guys, huge on the indie scene. So what the problem was is that they built up and they gave them great storylines and feuds in NXT, but most of their mainstream viewership does not watch NXT. So then when they, when they bring them up to the roster, they just kind of assume that you know who they are and you've seen what they've done. And for the, the casuals, it's like, I don't know who, who this guy is. I don't know why I should care about Sami Zayn or why I should care about like some of these other guys, you know, and um, like Bo Dallas or, or um, you know, Pac, you know, like they had a great runs there, but why should I care about them? I didn't watch that. Yeah, you you nailed it. And this was actually one of the notes that I took watching the pay-per-view last night was like my favorite match other than Punk, MJF, and, and that applies to this too, was Jericho mm-hmm. versus Eddie Kingston. Yes. Because uh, I, I didn't know who Eddie Kingston was mm-hmm. until he's he's really good on the mic. Yes. He might be number four. Yeah. Honestly, he, yeah. Might, he might be. I don't know. Um, but well, I, and it always struck me, he seems very authentic. Yeah, well, that, you see so you're you getting got? my style. Like, this yeah. is my style of pro wrestling that I want. Um, mm-hmm. it, I want the guys who I might see at Founders Pub and Bondurant, and he he doesn't completely stand out, right? Like, yeah. I I want the realistic, um, 
I want the realistic, like what was Ryback doesn't do much for me. Right. But I tell you, you know, you know, like right now, my favorite wrestler and my top three all the time for me is Kevin Owens because yeah, I, mean, he, same, I, mean, I same, literally, like he reason. literally looks like me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an <laughs> overweight guy with a beard yeah. that just goes around and insults people. Yeah. Like that's me. Like, if I was a wrestler, exactly he's right. like my spirit animal. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. uh, but like, so I, Jericho Kingston and then punk MJF, the one that I cared I didn't say cared the least. I watched it. It was a really good match, and I think the storyline's going to be interesting. Um, was uh, Daniel Bryan and what's his name? Um, Mox. Oh, John, Moxley. Yeah, yeah, John Moxley. Because it's like I, I've just seen these guys a lot with mm-hmm. one another, right? Like, so I, I don't know. Like, I like watching the like WWE legend versus this indie guy because it's these, I don't know, these kind of. Uh, interesting matches that you never thought you'd see. Mm-hmm. And like, so, so then like their, um, um, hangman and, um, Adam Cole was a great championship match, but mm-hmm. I'd rather see like, uh, a bigger name versus Adam Cole. Right. As far as like for the casual hey, guy, I like yeah. mixing it up is my point. Yeah. And that's, you're nailing it as far as like bringing all these WWE guys over. Yeah. That the, I I absolutely just fast forward it when Keith Lee walks out, and that's probably not fair to him because he's an incredible yeah. athlete and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not giving him a chance just because I saw him get squashed over there. Yeah, well, and I'll be honest. Here's a, here's a hot take for you, uh, and I, I feel like sometimes maybe I'm the only person that thinks this way, but I'm honestly not a huge fan of Moxley. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I he I'm, was my uh, of the, when he was when the Shield was a thing. Yeah, he was like my number three in the Shield significantly. Like Seth Rollins was my guy. There's not a lot of depth in his character, right? And 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 you you know I, I watch his matches and his matches really didn't interest me. Like he does that thing where he like goes back into the ropes and kind of like goes like that and then springs forward. And I just like it just looks it always looks so ridiculous. I mean, and, and I know wrestling is by its nature very nature ridiculous, but I just. You know, I just, I, I, I it never, it, I just never, like, even when he's, you know, he's doing like his, you know, his little, I, the only thing I will say, his feud with Seth Rollins after Seth Rollins b- betrayed the shield, that was really good. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of went away and kind of came back as a heel a little bit. And I just, that wasn't really working for me. So I don't know. Like, I, I've just never been a the, big Moxley fan. Well, it's just now, it's just, okay, he's this crazy guy who. Yeah. Oh, I'm crazy and wacky. You yeah. Know, that that's of, the character. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's really, there's really no more. Now it looks like, him and Brian Danielson are going to like team up and this could be interesting. Regal came to the ring last night and that, yeah. that, that was kind of like a, that was kind of like a thing. So I, I mean, maybe he's going to be like their manager and they're going to start some sort of a faction. I like heel. I'm a heel faction guy. Oh, totally. Those are my, I'm, I'm a generally, generally heel factions. Heels, yeah. Factually. And that's the thing is WWE got away from that for so long. It was all oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm the lone wolf. I don't give a oh, shit. I make a faction, make a well, heel. Like, anytime they would do anytime they would do a group, it would always be like maybe three people. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get, what was the last time you, I mean, was Nexus or real, I guess yeah. four, you had four in the Wyatt family when they were doing yeah, that. But that but like they is they so. You would never do, you would never see them do like an NWO or NWO Wolfpack type the, thing. You know why the Wyatt family didn't work? Cause it's not believable. Like there's no sort of like, and he's one of the most gifted wrestlers I think I've ever seen. Bray Wyatt was, mm-hmm. but they, they kept like this, ghostly like it, it just didn't work like he's talking to a ghost like come on like yeah i, I don't know yeah. I, I will say this though in, in critique of AEW, and then we can kind of look into like the sure. the road to wrestlemania yeah i can't watch it with my kid true right and 
that has been, so the more I've been watching, I told you, and this is what inspired me to do this podcast with you. Mm-hmm. It was like three Friday nights ago and I hadn't had a night to just sit and watch TV for two hours and months. Mm-hmm. And I went on my um, DVR and I watched all the dynamites for like five, six weeks, like uh, the stuff that I wanted to see. Yeah. Punk's doing this great program with MJF and it, and it totally got me hooked. My daughter likes to sit with dad and watch whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. yep. she's terrified. Yeah. It terrified her. Like she had a really bad experience. This is funny. Um, I'm a big UFC guy. It's probably my, honestly, it's probably like my second favorite sport now mm-hmm. from the pandemic. And my daughter happened to be watching it with me one night. And you generally, I, they're not cussing there. It's just violent, but like whatever she's watched pro wrestling. She, she, she watches wrestling with me, whatever. And she saw two compound fractures within the span of like an hour. Yeah. So now <laughs> she's very, and I felt awful. Like I'm like, cause now like she watches AEW and she gets scared cause there's so much blood yeah, and stuff like that. And I know if I turn on WWE, Oh, there's pretty girls running out to the ring. Like, Oh, you know, like here's a, here's a fun little program like that, that she can actually follow and understand. Sure. Right. Yeah, so and that, that's the thing. I would, and that's a I would real think- thing for a guy in my spot. Like I would rather uh-huh. watch this, but I've got to spend time with my kid and I want her to experience these things with me. WWE is yeah. a better option for us. I totally agree. And well, and I would, I would, I would say one thing that, that WWE has as a strength over AEW, at least right now, I think their women's wrestling is far superior. I think they're, you know, just the quality of the matches, the characters are, are superior. And yeah, I mean, if she's, if she's, you know, wants something that's a little more, you know, her style, you know, and, and a little bit more, you know, PG and that has, you know, really talented women. I mean, that's probably your best option you know, for that kind of stuff. Okay. So I watched the rumble at home mm-hmm. and I was jealous that you weren't there. I actually was yeah. good move to put it on a Saturday night. I thought that was a, that was a good move. I thought, I believe that uh, they well, first of all, they're not calling them pay-per-views anymore. They're premium live events. Oh. And they, <laughs> okay. I think that they've now like, aside from like, obviously the rum or the WrestleMania, which is split up over two nights now, which is a great move. Um, I think all of their, their, their premium live events, you know, going forward are going to be on Saturdays, which is a good thing because I'll tell you what, like when we were at the rumble, I mean, that was a long pay-per-view or sorry, premium live event. I'm about to like train myself. It's a long event. It was like, I mean, we got there like 11 o'clock at night. Like these kids have school tomorrow, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's why they, they've changed it. So, I mean, it was, you know, for decades, it was always Sundays, but like Uh, last AW real quick, Tony Mm -hmm. Khan buying ring of honor. Is this, is this just them um, buying a tape, like a library? I think so. I don't think, I don't, I I don't see, I mean, why would you try to build up that brand at all? The only thing I could think of was a Cody Rhodes led invasion. If we're all getting worked. I don't think so. I mean, that would be, that would be insane and amazing if it was. The Cody Rhodes uh, thing's really peculiar to me. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like, and like you get anytime you read the dirt sheets or anything, on, especially on the internet, and this goes for anything in life, kids, take it with a, be skeptical, take it with a big grain of salt. But like, you know, the, there was something I read, just a story, it was like, it was like two days ago saying that like, I guess talks or negotiations aren't really going anywhere with WWE, but. Why mean, would he go back there? Like as shitty they were to his family and stuff. Right. Like I just. He's going to go there. Yeah, I know. the It's yeah. money, but, like, he's going to go there, and for six months, they're going to run him pretty good. 
and then they'll just find a way to bury him again. Like that's exactly yeah. what they're going to get tired of him. They're just trying to they're trying to stick it to AEW right now. The one thing I mean, it would it would be in their best interest. I mean, I agree. If they're going to they'll do one or two good programs for him. You know, like six months at best. It would actually be in their best interest to keep keep him going strong after that because I'm sure there are a lot of guys that in AEW. They're gonna this this if he be if he was the first person to jump back, they're gonna be watching and see how that plays out. Because if at some point if you're MJF and like That's you're my building an injury yourself, Britt Baker, if like man comes with a truck full of money, wants to sign you to a big contract and say, Hey, they did actually did a pretty good job with Cody, you know. Like, if, yeah. Who would be the biggest deal to to make the switch? It'd be MJF. Punk will never go back. No, Punk will never go back. Wouldn't Brit, I can see? I can Brit, see Brian. I can see Brian at some point going back. You know, at some point, his like, wife still highlighted his, his his career. He left in great terms. Vince yeah. loves him. Um, going back, you know, your Hall of Fame, your little, you know, Kurt Angle kind of last little run kind of thing. Wouldn't it be Britt uh, Baker? Isn't she like one of the biggest stars that's never been there? Could be. You know, could be. And the women's divisions are they, like the problem with the women's division is they they just there's not that many stars. I would. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I told you. You've got two stars, I, I mean, M- and I don't. MJF, MJF would be a huge coup for them to get him. I think he's a bona fide star. I, I, I don't mean this as like a human being. Yeah. And I loved her in the UFC. I hate Ronda Rousey on WWE. Oh really? She's just like it. She's not a bad wrestler. I. She's such a bad actress. Yes. And I and just. That's a, you know, and then I remember like you know pre. It was cool pre- at first. Oh yeah, the idea of it was amazing. Yeah, now I'm just but like, like an I'm execution. Like when, she, when she's gonna like, it's like, it's it is painful. Oh. And like I remember, you know, like Roman Reigns was not good on doing promos and stuff here. When he kind of st- he was getting a little bit better, but they were not giving him good material. And when the, he kind of stepped away, when he was doing like leukemia and then came back in there, like he clearly was working on that while he was away. And that's the thing. Like okay you always like want to play to someone's strength. So if they're great at one thing, accentuate that. If they're not great at something else, pull that back. I mean, that's why Paul Heyman talked for Brock Lesnar for so long. Yeah. Now it turns out Brock Lesnar can actually talk, but like same thing with Ronda Rousey, put her, give her, give her a manager or she, just don't have her talk or just go up there and say, Hey Charlotte, what's up bitch. And then smack her and just be something like that. Keep it simple. Don't, don't complicate it. Make it any more, you know, that needs to be, we need a Heyman led faction. That includes oh, Paul Heyman guys and girls, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Rousey, Lesnar, whoever has like a UFC background. Who, there's another female on the roster that has that. Um, oh, Sh- uh, Baszler. Yeah, Shana. we need yeah. we need a straight because uh, this this Roman Reigns like head of the table thing is just stupid. Like I loved the Roman Reigns faction with the Usos. It's yeah. great. Like it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, the whole like head of the table thing and like the, the is stupid. Like oh, I like hate the bloodline thing. I, yeah, I, I hate honestly, it. I, I hate it. I, I, I liked it. Like, well, I still enjoy it, but like the early, the early parts that where he's absolutely gaslighting Jay and Jimmy Uso was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Like I was all about that. Like, like the, the games he's playing with them and getting them to fall in line. I just he's bringing it, out like, he's bringing out like, you know, his family is his, you know, the tribe, the elder chief, you know, the, what's, I, I can't remember the guy. It was like the, um, from like the you know the the, the what, what was the name of the some wild Samoans like you know they're bringing up those dudes like that was that was good but it's it just like uh, again like I just I look for too much reality in this stuff and I I forget sure. it, that it's the WWE but yeah. I'm like nobody talks like that like nobody well, you always you always <laughs> have to kind of like accept that this is its own little like 
universe. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. The rules don't apply to it. Like apparently, there's only one referee in this entire building, and when someone has to run out, like like and there was, yeah. it, like, oh, was I that, know. You're I, right. I can't remember, what was it? What was that wrestle or at uh, the Royal Rumble? Like who got knocked out? And it was like an insane amount of time before another ref came out. You know, it was like, it was like two minutes. Like yeah. what was he in the back taking a shit? What was he doing? You know, I was like, watching that too. <laughs> it was last week on dynamite. Punk was just yeah. bleeding like crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, it was the blood, most blood I've seen in a wrestling event in 20 years. Okay. Yeah. Going back to like the ECW days. Mm-hmm. And then like his boys came out to like save him. It was like sting and Darby Allen. Like, 10 minutes after the assault to be gone. Like yeah. he, he's been like locked to the, right. It's like, well, why didn't you yeah. come out well, earlier? You could have saved already. They have to get him over. <laughs> they have to walk over from the hotel and, and really out, you know, all right. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit. Cause I, I really don't know much about it. I know we're having Lesnar and reigns to unify. Are we unifying the belt or is it just like, that's, that's what I, I that's what it sounds like is happening, which I don't, I don't understand why, are we going to make it in just one belt now or one championship? And we're going to they need to freaking make up their mind because they change it too much. It's you're right, and then it's like because they'll, they'll unify it and they'll run with it for like six months to a year or two at most, and then they're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna split them back again. Correct, and it, so it's it's hard as a fan to know like which belt. I I actually like having them the one guy, like who's the top, who's the man, but yeah, well, and that's the thing. It, they, they never can really seem to make up the right place. Okay, we're a SmackDown Women's Championship when there's like eight women wrestlers on the roster that are actually actively wrestling. Ooh, I'm the champion. Like, there's eight of you. Calm down. Yeah. You know? Well, and now we I have like almost, multiple tag belts, too. It's like. Well, and here's the thing. It's so ridiculous. Like, you have all, you have, you have, yeah, two two sets of tag team titles. You have, plus the women's tag team titles. Then you have the Intercontinental, the U.S. Championship. Like, you have all these, like, at WrestleMania, then we have to have all these matches to defend all these, right? So it's like. Why not just say, "Hey, we're gonna have one set of, of 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 you know champion or whatever, and whoever's the champion can go whatever show they want to go to. So if you want to be on Raw Monday night and then be on SmackDown Friday night, yeah, great. Cool. You want to show up in NXT? Show up in NXT. Like they, I just thought like freaking Dolph Ziggler's been down there doing a program, and he and Bobby Roode have been down there. I'm like, it's actually been really good. So like that's how you, I think make it a little bit more unexpected, like, oh, crap, so-and-so is showing up tonight or whatever, or don't announce it, like, just show up, make it. That's the thing that they've gotten away from that was so prevalent during the Monday Night Era, which was that anything can happen. Like, mm-hmm. I got to tune in next week. They always left Raw, and, the, you know, you'd have JR screaming at the end of the match, Stone Cold, you know, all this stuff, and because you didn't know what was going to happen, you had to tune in next week. Oh, my God, I can't wait to watch because what are they going to do next? Who's going to get a beer my truck? My God! Right on them, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so I this winner takes all. I'm like, and I say this as someone that's, that is a Brock Lesnar fan and a Roman Reigns fan, but, like, this is, like, how many times have they fought now? Oh, I know. I mean, they're, but it's just, like. The Rock's going to show up, isn't he? No, I think that ship sailed. But, really? hey, I'm, I'm happy you're wrong. And that's the thing, never say never. That's the one thing about WWE, I will say specifically, never say never. I never thought you'd see Scott Hall and Kevin Nash back in the company ever again. Or 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 uh, Jeff Jarrett, you know, like yeah. that's an, or, or Eric Bischoff, for God's sake. Like it's Vince will do whatever he thinks will make him money. I've been dreaming so, for a Bischoff run in AEW coming back to TNT. Yeah. Been, but yeah. I, I feel like him and Turner probably aren't on the on the best of 
the, the, the folks at Turner, but I mean, who knows? They could all be dead by now. That was so long I mean, I mean, WC, he tried to buy, if you watch, he tried to buy WCW. He uh, had it like it all locked up. Like 2000. And, and they were all, they were all set to like sign the deal. But then at the last minute, Turner's like, we're not going to, you know, do the TV thing. He was going to buy it. We're like, well, what's the point of buying WCW if I don't get the TV deal? The death of WCW is one of the great books. Yes. If you want to, if you want to read yes. about wrestling. Okay. Well, yeah. We got okay. about, so, we got about 10 minutes left. Tell me, right, let me. Let me run through this. Let's go this so card. We, I'll tell you what we're, what are we interested in here? All right. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. <sighs> I, I'm not super excited. I would, I thought like a Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey would have been far more exciting, but it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. And they, they should have. They should have built up the Becky Charlotte program from Survivor Series for Mania because yeah. that yeah. it's real again. Like yeah. there's reality. Oh, yeah. There. yeah, there's there's again that's one of those areas. Is it real? Is it is there some real life yeah. beef between them? That kind of thing. Uh, the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. You always <laughs> gonna have like that little you know Jesus. blow off comedic like is this gonna be a thing? But. Well, at least uh, Logan Paul is like a real fighter. Like it's somewhat believable. Yeah, yeah. It's and, not like and, Jay Leno, like WCW back in the day. I, but the problem with it is that I think the bar was set so high with the Bad Bunny match last year yeah. that I don't like. You're gonna have to really pull out stuff. That's gonna be hard to happen. I mean, dude's doing Canadian destroyers. I mean, that's insane. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of excitement for that one. Um, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin does absolutely nothing oh. for me. I, Corbin, I could care less. Uh, Drew that, McIntyre, like, was a cool when he was like becoming a thing, but now I'm kind of like, I'm, he's kind of stale. He's, I think. A, and it just he's walking a, around with a sword. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, because they, I met him and hung out with him for like an hour once. Oh, I bet he, he's a cool dude. He's an awesome guy, like super nice, great story. But I felt so bad for him because his like push came right when COVID hit. Right. Yeah. And they, it just, it was really bad luck. But again, yeah. like there's really no depth to the character. It's just, oh, now he carries yeah. around a sword and he's a, yeah, like. Yeah, kick people. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. I knew a little bit more there. Yeah. It, it's, it's Seamus 2.0. Like, oh, I drink beer and I'm from Ireland and I talk funny yeah. and like, right. Like they don't really ever build those guys up. But yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So we also have the women's tag championship, Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Sasha Banks, Naomi. Uh, you know, I mean, hopefully it's better than it just, I, I mean, I'm okay. not super enthused about that, but you never know. I mean, it's got Sasha Banks. She's always great. So, yeah. um, and then, uh, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, which <laughs> I think as far as the celebrity match goes, I, I have a better time visualizing Logan Paul being able to actually wrestle, uh, versus Johnny Knoxville. But I will say this as a, as a huge Sami Zayn fan, I'm finally so happy that he's actually thriving and doing yeah. like, I like him a lot stuff. too. Like and, and it's nice that he's doing his own thing because it felt like very much when he first came up to the main roster, he was very much defined by his relationship with Kevin Owens. So it was like, they feud all the time, but like, can he, that's great. We get that they have a great part of always work well together, but can he do his own thing? Cause Owens was certainly capable of doing his own thing. Um, He'd be so, a great fit in AEW right now. Who's that Sammy? Yeah. I think, I think he, he just resigned. So with WWE for a couple years, oh, I think he, he? he's, okay. I mean, he's, He's regularly on TV pretty much on SmackDown oh, he, every week now. He's, and he's, he's one it. of the few guys I'll like stop the DVR for. Yeah. When he's I on agree. the screen, I stop yeah, it. And again, watch. like he's in, you know, he's doing, you know, some great character work. He's great on the mic. So big Sami Zayn fan. Absolutely. Uh, and then we have a couple, I guess they're like matches with unannounced dates as far as what night they're going to go on. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to Edge versus AJ Styles. That's yes. going to be. 
That's probably my number one right now. Edge is top five all time for me. Oh, absolutely. And he, and I'm kind of glad they made him kind of heal again. Cause I think he works better in that capacity. He's great both ways, but yeah, Edge is a, just again, one of those guys that can be an absolute bad. I'd, l- I'd like him to, and again, this is probably a stretch in 2022, but go back to more of the rated R superstar thing. Now that mm-hmm. he's a heel. Yeah. Right. Cause it right now he's just kind of like, Oh, I'm unhinged. Uh-huh. Like let's, yeah. let's, let's peel back that hung in just a little bit and get uh-huh. back to some of the, you know, cause I think that was when he was really, really, really. Oh, totally. Awesome. Totally. Yeah. And then I guess we have uh, Austin theory versus Pat McAfee, which again, like that's three different quote unquote celebrity matches. I know technically yeah. Pat's an employee with the, with the but Pat's honestly, just of, using of, him the to three, of, of the three kind of celebs that they have in these, in these matches here, McAfee's by far the best. I mean, he he had that wonderful. You know, he did some great stuff with for the brand yeah. on NXT against uh, Adam Cole, and uh, Pack can absolutely bring. Dude's athletic as hell, obviously, because he you know, played in the NFL. And, yeah. You know, but um, so my question is like, you know, with Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee on Austin Thirty, is this like a for like Vince McMahon on a pole match? I mean, what are we what are we doing here? What <laughs> I don't I don't. I don't know what we're doing here, but it's like yeah, the Austin very Vincent man relationship is bizarre. I'll tell you, we're I'll tell you what we're doing here. We're using Pat McAfee's massive um, following to get more people to watch this, yeah, and sign yeah. up for Peacock. That's what we're doing. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing exactly. more to it. I do, yeah, I just get whatever three million followers. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, on there's nothing more to Twitter. it. That's what's yeah. going on here. Um, and then the last one, they they haven't announced it yet, but like I mean, obviously, and I don't know if they're going to do a tag team match with Seth Rollins and and. And Kevin Owens, but Owens has been like doing this thing week in week out or week out for like KO Mania, where he's insulting the state of Texas. And you've seen like Bradshaw, you know, or JBL, and some of these are like legends um, pushing back against them. And there was this rumors of like a Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. thing, but dude, Austin's done and hasn't wrestled since in twenty years. Like I, no, and I say this as a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. It's like my favorite wrestler, Stone Cold. I love him, but I do not need, I mean, he, his last match was against the rocket WrestleMania. Yeah. You're never going to top that. Like he's not going to come at like that. Most at most you'll see, you know, Kevin Owens come out to the ring and run his mouth. And then you'll see like maybe stone cold, stone cold comes out, we'll hear the gives glass. Him a stutter, opens a can of beer and then flips yeah. off, you know, and then walks back. Like it's going to be, or maybe it's a couple legends come out and they all do their moves on him. And, and, but it's not going to be a match. I mean, no one, I do not want to they're, see that. No, they're set. Austin will be there. Yeah. I think he has to. I You just nailed it. Like, something happens yeah. like that. But an actual match, no. And I, say I don't want to like, see him wrestle. I don't want to see him wrestle. Because, like, your your last memory of these guys, like, it, it was sad watching, like, The Undertaker kind of near the end, like, last, like, year or yeah, two. Yeah, well, years. and I don't, like, like I, I have, it doesn't move the needle at all for me to watch fucking Goldberg walk Oh, out. I'm in total agreement. Like, if I don't Goldberg watch ever it. shows up again, I am... So happy that, and I say that also as someone that back in the WCW days was a Goldberg fan. So, yeah, nah, I don't need that. That's, I mean, yeah. what I, I, what I want the only it thing I want doesn't to tune is, me in at all. In fact, it's almost yeah. a tune. I it, I don't hate so the guy. Me, I just it, yeah. his matches suck. Like yeah. they're not so any me, good. Let me throw something out here. Okay. What I would like to see, and it doesn't necessarily match, but just where I want the storyline to go. You could, you know, you could do it at WrestleMania. So I really think that they finally have struck gold with um, Chad Gable and Alpha Academy. Like, and he has that kind of that Kurt Angle dorky, you know, yeah, you know, don't boo education kids, you know, that kind of thing. Um, 
bring in Johnny Gargano, who is still kind of MIA. We don't know where he is. Form up like with Alpha Academy, and then bring back Kurt Angle to kind of manage them and have kind of a, a stable. Uh, like a, kind like of re- kind of bring back like the, wrestlers. The, you know, yeah, the um, you know, and Team Angle kind of thing. So I would like to see something like that. I think that that would be fun. But I, I'd I'd like to see if possible if Cody Rhodes is going to come back. Yeah. Don't you put a, him against Triple H and make this as real as possible? Cody, oh. Cody Rhodes is the only reason I'm back here is what you've done to my family. And yeah. you have like a Triple H and Stephanie versus Cody and Brandy. That'd be something. No, I don't know. Like, no, I don't H want is, Brandy and yeah. Stephanie in the ring, but they yeah. can be like on they the side. They can slap each other outside the ring. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? Because then yeah. it will like, because you know that Cody's half of what he's saying is true. Yeah. How they disrespected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be that would get me that would be a program that I would be locked into. Yeah. I don't know what, what Triple H's medical condition yeah. right now, what that is. He's been Or what I about mean, Shane? You know, I Shane Cody Rhodes? I don't know. Well, there's the whole thing with Shane's apparently out of the company again. Oh, he know. is? He was just well, on the Royal Rumble. Right, right. And there was there was all these reports right after the Rumble, again, grain of salt kids, um, that he had a lot of heat on him after that. And people weren't like, they were rewriting the, the whole thing up, you know, the, the rumble men's rumble match, like to the very last minute. And that the, he kind of had to fall on his sword for it not being as good as people want to be. I don't know if you believe all that, but there's been some friction, I guess, to his in, in the company. I don't know, but the, the, the word was that Shane was out. Interesting. Yeah. But who knows? You know, that's just maybe we'll do one of these after the rumble or after mania or something. I think you kind of have to just to kind of, because there's, you know, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, there's two nights, which I think is a good move and, and kind of see where it goes. But I would, I mean, they need to, and that was one thing I will say we were disappointed about with the rumble was that in the past you'd have these NXT guys, kind of the guys that were the up and coming guys, like, you know, show up there and you kind of give them like a, give the crowd a sneak preview because let me tell you something. I know they call him broad breaker, but it's Rex Steiner it is going to be, He's gonna be a big deal, and if you're not familiar with them, it's 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 you know Rick Steiner's kid, and Steiner like, brothers, man, yeah. old school, uh-huh. yeah, big so Papa Pump's kind of, nephew, Bill, you know, build him up, bring him up, and then he's the one to take the the championship off of Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is gonna be holding it for at least the rest. Of what this about year. the? I mean, is what's Scott Steiner up to now? Is he still alive? <laughs> he's still doing math, Jeez, calling people he's fat. Still in like TNA, <laughs> just going out there, just. Well, he, I will say the one person he can't call fat anymore is Jericho. And props to Jericho. He Dude looks great. Looks, looks. I mean, he was he was getting a little. Like, Dude, he looks awesome now. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't I mean, even look Jericho, like the same guy. He's the master of reinvent, you know, reinventing himself. And dude, like, looks. In the we best need heel Jericho in AEW. The the face thing's not for me. Let him be. Oh, healed. I totally agree. Heel Jericho. The people can still sing his song and then boo him during the match. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. I mean, for me, like Jericho. Late WCW Jericho. Oh man! Well, you know the the, the like the, when he you know, demasked Juventud Guerrero, like that. Yeah, and oh, and feuded with so Stinko Malenko. Yeah, <laughs> and a thousand and four holes, like phenomenal. And then, uh, and then you know, like obviously his his WWE steps great, but like the list of Jericho and French, you know, best friends with with KO was probably my number two favorite stuff he's done. So oh. Jericho, I 
Love the guy. He's great. All right, brother. We'll do this again, okay? Yeah. This, is, this is fun. I, I I mentioned in my intro that the, the world just seems kind of heavier than normal right now. So yeah, I wanna, sometimes you could. It's wanna, nice to just kind of turn off the brain and enjoy stupid people in tights rolling around on mat. Fake, fake, you know. I don't have a lot of friends that enjoy that with me, so uh, I appreciate. <laughs> oh, I don't want the rolling around the mat part. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, putting up with putting up with that and, and embracing it as well. All right, brother. Yeah. We'll have you back soon. Anytime. Okay. Thanks, buddy.